How are you, Mossy? Fantastic, Mido. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Did you do the game between MacArthur and Newcastle Saturday night, which went for about six months? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm still doing it. Uh, <laughs> Take you know us what? through I'm it. Part, Mate. I'm part of history. Day-nighter. And we did use the white ball as well. I well, know, you need all the pink one. <laughs> My God. Do you put in but, your um, invoice double time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I think I got docked half my wages because I was so poor. But um, I had no voice by the end of it. Um, but, yeah, part of history. That's the longest game in world football history. The previous record was three hours, 23 minutes. We went three hours, 59 minutes. So, uh, yeah, nice little uh, feather in the cap, that one. But it was just a bizarre night. Um, and credit to the players and coaching staff for getting through it. And, yeah, Newcastle went away with the points, 1-0 against MacArthur. But, Gee, the um, the turn in weather and how quickly it happened, and it went from being a you know the calm before the storm to being a cyclone. Um, and Newcastle took advantage in those first uh, I think it was 13 minutes before the first uh, lightning postponement, and they scored in about the eighth minute, um, and then just held on um, over the next three hours. <laughs> Mossy, should the game <laughs> have the been point. postponed? Uh, look, I, I had my concerns, Bulldog, particularly after the second postponement. Um, I, I thought it was very, very hard on the players uh, mentally and physically to get back up um, a third time um, to, to play. But um, anyway, look, it went ahead. There's obviously a lot of commercial um, logistics to think about as well for the, for the officials. But referee Stephen Lucas, I thought, was the calmest man at the ground under pressure because all eyes were on him as to what would happen in the match commissioner. But um, look, the game went ahead. It was done and dusted. There was no serious injuries from what I can uh, gather. So um, it's uh, it's one less catch-up game we have to worry about. What did you make of what we saw yesterday at Cooper Stadium in Adelaide? 4-4 Adelaide and the Wanderers. What a game that was. Just uh, absolutely remarkable um, to have eight games, uh, eight goals in a game like that. Um, Western Sydney, you've got to give them credit because they were the, the away team and they just refused to go away and um, ended up doing enough to get the point with um, Leone scoring uh, a, a, a good goal in the 95th minute. Um, but, um, you know, Adelaide, Calvert was absolutely ropeable um, for, for giving that goal away. It was a brilliantly taken goal, um, but far too much space and room in the, in the penalty box given to someone on the ball-facing goal. Um, but that'll bring the crowds back. And Ibasuki, I think, was the headline out of this because he hadn't scored for 10 games for, for Adelaide. And uh, he got two, one from the penalty spot and a good header at the back post. So, uh, yeah, wonderful entertainment. Sydney FC get away with one there, Mossy, do you reckon? Well, in, in the end, yes, because they, they scored the equaliser so late, Clarky. But yeah. um, but they, they deserve, they definitely deserve something out of the game, if not all three points. They had okay. uh, a lot more shots on on target they um they dominated possession for large periods um they they had a penalty save by joe Lo- uh, joe lolly um had a penalty saved so yeah uh, overall they definitely deserve something but because it came so late you'd say that they uh they dodged the bullet and uh well an upset in the melbourne derby victory beating city 3-2 of course this was the first derby since the infamous one uh, where we had the pitch invasion, and uh, it was, I think, one or two idiots in the crowd. But other than that, Mossy, all went pretty well. Yeah, I, I don't think Melbourne Victory fans will uh, agree with you, Mido, about the upset. <laughs> the table suggests it definitely was an upset. You got one, uh, you know, first place Melbourne City up against last place 
Melbourne victory. We've now climbed off the bottom of the table, but a good performance from victory. It was a statement win, this one. Um, you know, derbies just have a different dynamic to them, of course, and uh, bragging rights go to um, to the dark blue side of, uh, of the city, but um, a really important win. Forget the der- Forgetting the derby for a moment, really, really crucial win for Tony Popovich and his, uh, and his squad, and um, they were good value. They, they did very well on the night and uh, deserved the win, but uh, as I said yesterday, and sorry to bore you with this one, Bulldog Richie, because you were on the show yesterday, but Matt Leckie, I've got to give him a rap because, um, you know, so many international socceroos who have a great career overseas come back to the A-League and their sort of career ends with a bit of a whimper. Um, Matt Leckie, I think, is in the form of his life. Um, And I know he's not playing in the Bundesliga at the moment, it's the A-League, but gee, he's playing some good football. He was fantastic for us at the World Cup. He's come back. He's leading Melbourne City. They've gone through a change of coach, scored two brilliant goals on the uh, on the weekend. And I just think he's uh, he's like a fine red wine. Clarky, getting better with age. Love it. Bottle of Grange. That's what he's like. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what did you make of the Matildas, Mossy? 3-2 against Spain. And you just feel like the wheels turned with the Matildas after they went through a pretty barren run of results under Tony Gustafsson. But I think that's six in a row now. Yeah, that's right. And uh, look, the only, the only slight on yesterday's game was the, the, the leaky defence sort of came back a little bit. They, they conceded two, um, but they were 3-0 up uh, at that stage and a few changes and, and so forth. So you can certainly forgive that, but there's no doubt the Matildas have turned a massive corner since 12 months ago. Mm. Um, and as you said, six on the trot now. That's great form, great confidence going into a, hosting a World Cup later this year. And um, Tony Gustafsson always believed uh, he wanted stern tests early on. He got them. Uh, they can see a lot of goals, but uh, it's clearly giving him something to work with. And, um, you know, when you see the likes of Sam Kerr um, with the bounce in her step returning um, in, a, in a national shirt because she went through a bit of a, a flat spell for the Matildas, um, even though she was going great guns over there in, in England with, with Chelsea. Um, and Claire Polkinghorne, two goals in two games and celebrating her milestone as the most capped uh, national team player. Fantastic stuff. Now, Mossy, Man United and Spurs uh, won overnight in the EPL and Arsenal and Liverpool also move up the ladder. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's just knock over Liverpool quickly for Mido and I. Two, uh, two wins back-to-back uh, last week um, in the Merseyside derby and then Newcastle um, away from home, which is fantastic uh, news going into the Champions League game, hosting Real Madrid. Uh, this later this week, so that that's really important for for Klopp and, and the dressing room for that uh, just to get that confidence because we've got no chance of winning the Premier League. We're out of the FA Cup, so the Champions League is it if we're going to get our hands on some silverware. Manchester United keep doing what Manchester United are doing now under Ten Hag. Um, fantastic, Rashford absolutely on fire. The, the guy cannot miss. He scored two overnight um, and playing some wonderful football. So uh, they're certainly. On Song and, and Spurs, important win. Son um, finding the back of the net off the bench. Uh, he hasn't been starting of late uh, regularly, so uh, that'll do his confidence a world of good. And incredible to see Manchester City held by Nottingham Forest and Arsenal getting a crucial win. So all of a sudden, uh, I think this is going to be a great finish, hopefully, to the season, this title race. Yeah, I think it will be, Mido. Um, you know, last week you saw Manchester City claim the points over Arsenal, Pep Guardiola. The master putting the apprentice, uh, Mikel Arteta, back in his pocket um, and, and taking the, the lead. And then over the weekend, they go and drop points, as you said. Arsenal rest uh, control of the top spot again. So I think we're in for that now till the end of the season. I can't see either of those teams falling away badly. 
Um, so it should be a, a, a bumper right in. And then, of course, there's the top four um, and who's going to claim those European spots um, as the run-in continues. But, um, yeah, some, some great stuff. And, of course, at the other end of the table is always a relegation fight, and that's uh, just so intriguing, which is why Australian football needs promotion and relegation eventually. How long do you think, well, how patient do you think Chelsea will be with Graham Potter? It's a great question. Um, yeah, they're obviously, um, you know, they lost the first league of the Champions League uh, around 16 last week. Um, so they're in a dicey position there. Um, things not going. They haven't found consistency of late in the Premier League. There's no doubt about that. They're sitting mid-table in 10th. Um, look, it, it was a long-term project signing him, um, but the length of uh, long-term projects in the Premier League we know don't last that long. So, look, I think he'll get the rest of this season. Um, but, yeah, he's going to have to finish with a wet sail um, to, to get the confidence of the fans and the board. Now, Mossy, I saw on social media, dinner last night, Steve Corica, you and Arnie. I need to know who actually shouted, who paid, <laughs> and who kept their hands away from their pockets. <laughs> oh, well, there's no secrets, is there? Um, look, <laughs> Steve Austin shouted. There you go. Steve Austin. Six million dollar man. Oh, six million dollar oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He wasn't happy with that figure. <laughs> no, he wasn't. And it's not true. But uh, but Stevie, Stevie and I kept calling him Steve Austin all night. So uh, by, by the end of it, he thought he was a bionic man. <laughs> oh, God love him. Good to catch up. He's really looking forward to the big sports brekkie luncheon on, on Friday. We did have a chat about that. And... Um, yeah, he can't wait to uh, to get amongst it on Friday. I did tell him, Clarky, that he was sitting um, on the other side, on between you and Loz, and he was on the other side of you. <laughs> Sounds um, good to me. And he said, yeah, that's great. Right. Buzz look, as well wants to be close. Just we're going to be tight. Yeah. We'll make it work. Mate, you're going to have your entourage. You'll have your yeah. security around you. I might put Buzz beside Josh Reynolds. Those two seem to have a... <laughs> Buzz is a big fan who's, of Josh. Who's lose a bit of love, hate. Who'll yeah. lose an ear first? Yeah, I don't know. But I might sit those two together and I'll just be in earshot so I can hear what Joshy has to say to Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Mossy. Could be a cracking day. <laughs> uh, mate, we'll chat later in the week. And uh, I was having a quick look at that market with Tab. Liverpool, $2.30. Real Madrid, $2.80. The draw, three fifty. Uh, give us a completely unbiased opinion and a scoreline. What will happen Wednesday morning our time? Liverpool 1-0, Mo Salah, anytime scorer. First goal, goal scorer. Yeah, I just think he's finding form. Um, I've just seen a few signs. I know he scored, obviously, as well. But seeing a few signs, uh, the springy step is coming back and the confidence is there. And I think we've been good in transition. We haven't been great in build-up, but in transition to attack, which is where Mo Salah can be so dangerous, uh, I, I see him scoring in this one in a tight win. You have a great week, mate. Good on you guys. Take care.